Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back. It is another episode of Every Week in Chaos brought to you by National Public Radio, NPR. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why like that? If NPR was sponsoring us, that'd be wild. <laughs> the but, publicly uh, funded show where we have a schizophrenic <laughs> and a Catholic. <laughs> NPR is just wondering why is this guy waving a gun around in the studio? Oh, oh he's waving the gun around again, everybody. Be careful. No, but hello, everybody. It's David, as always, your co-host on Every Week's Castle. I'm joined by my co-host, my wonderful friend Lorenzo. Lorenzo, how are you doing this week? <laughs> We're doing. We continue to be back. But with also a little bit of it's over, but we're it's we're in that like middle ground where it's like we've we're been trying back. to figure out where the next trend will go. I it's going to be back. I'm going to visit my family in a few weeks, um, Aww. and bring my girlfriend up to visit them as well. Um, I'm very excited to. Uh, I'm very excited. Did I tell you that she she was like she she was calling some hard the other day, and I was like, um, but. Uh, my car broke down. Thank God my dad's in town to help me out, but he's also on my ass about some stuff as well. So it's that's good. understandable. It's I can, understandable. I can feel that. It's understandable. I need to be better with maintenance in my car. But yeah, me too. That was a, that was a big problem for me. Like when I first I got my car when I was fifteen. Like I paid eight hundred bucks for it. I had forty four thousand miles. It's a nice car. I still have the car. I'm I'm gonna keep it going. But uh, have you fixed the windshield? I yeah actually yeah so I was I was pretty garbage about paying attention to like oil and all that stuff and How checking often do everything. How oil? Um, I mean I, I not as often as I should. You're supposed to do it every like five to seven thousand miles. Yeah. See, see, I just got a like a certificate thing. Like, so for for prom. Which this is a weird. You, you'll you'll bear with me. So for prom, they don't want kids going out like drinking and partying after you know after they're done with the dance thing, right? So they have like this post prom thing, and they're like, you can win prizes. And I want a bunch of gift cards, and also like this little certificate from a local shop where they're like, you can get four free oil changes. Just bring in your certificate, and I was like, oh, sick. And so I got my oil change before I came down here. <sighs> You should change it in the next month or so. Um, just keep a track of your odometer and just every five, seven thousand miles. That's I know. I, I know how to check oil, my guy. But yeah, like I was terrible about about that for the longest time until I had some like actual car troubles, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna pay attention to this stuff so I could fix it and everything. Yeah, I um, yeah, I just also like cars from the north or it's way harder for cars in the north than cars in the south like Dude. down down here the first mechanic i brought it to was like there's rust all over the bottom i don't know how it's like you should see every car up north salt kills our cars dude like it's it my car is gonna be so is gonna is gonna have so much life added to it because i have it down here i'll have it basically down here for the winter for the next like three four years at the very least so my car is gonna be spared so much so much yeah pain. My car is, uh, yeah, it's, it's been spared a lot. But yeah, no, I we we both did car stuff. I don't know how much I want to get into mine because I've talked about it nonstop for the past few days, and I would prefer to not. But it's, but honestly, like this is just a good PSA to people: keep an eye on your car, learn about your car, learn about mm -hmm. what common problems it has, learn about the stuff. Be handy. The internet is out there, like. 
you know, YouTube is such a resource. Well, even, you know, even before you have to, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure um, or whatever. So like, you know, something analogy. Yeah. So, you know, learn how to keep your car maintained. Every car is a maintenance schedule. Learn, learn about all that stuff. Um, Become Hank Hill. Fix your own car. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I need to watch King of the Hill. Dude, it's so great. I've been binge watching it. My my girlfriend's going to, she's been on me about watching it. She wants to watch it with me. Well, now you'll have somebody else to to force you to watch it. Watch it. And and you'll listen to me because I'm just that wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've, uh, I've been told I should. Uh, I, I know little bits of things. I know that John Redcorn uh, is Dale's wife's side piece. Yeah, he goes. She goes for migraine appointments. Yeah, she. She, <laughs> and she has, has a son. Bad, a bad headache for eleven years, and she has a son. <laughs> that's like I tell you what, Hank. It's a damned conspiracy. Guns don't kill people. The government does. I don't know if my Dale impression. Oh, didn't great. didn't the voice actor for Dale die recently? He did. Yeah. So apparently they have some. They're gonna reboot it, but they have some lines recorded for him. Okay. Yeah. Or you uh, could just hire me, and I could try to do it. <laughs> I think I do a decent Dale. Well, they're, they're from. They're from. Oh, here's something. So they talk about this in uh, King of the Hill a lot. Apparently, I had no idea. Chuck Mangione. Yeah, yeah. He because he's he's like a side character that yeah. shows up. Do you know where he's from? Is he from Austin? Rochester, New York. He's from my oh. hometown. Weird, because he. So where where where's Arlen, Texas, supposed to be? It's in Central Texas. It's in Central. Like, it's. There's there's lakes that they mentioned that are like 30 minutes from Austin. Okay. So basically you're you're intimately connected to Chuck Mangione. <laughs> I'm intimately Yes. Well, okay, here's another one. Well, there's a bunch of people. There's a bunch of Did you ever know about the YouTuber Jenna Marbles? No. <laughs> he was big. She went to my high school. She was like okay. she has like a, she had a few million subscribers and stuff. Oh interesting yeah so like that um see my town the 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 biggest thing that we got was a guy from the the guy who played the dad in diary of a wimpy kid like the original movies like he he's from my town that's that's the biggest thing we've got hell yeah we've got <laughs> we have a bunch of jazz musicians a lot of jazz musicians um oh and uh we also have um shoot what's his name name the guy ice ice baby Vanilla Ice, his current drummer, came from our from our school. Whoa. I know, big, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, no, just keep keep maintenance on your car. Um, do you want to talk about Santa? Uh, yeah, real quick though. I, oh, I, yeah, I, I I'm you... pretty I'm pretty proud of myself with my car because I so I for for the past obviously like two three years I've had my dad to help me out with this stuff. You know, to yell at me, be like, hey, do this X Y Z thing, right? And so I, I, I had to fix my car. Um, my car is it had a it had a it had some problems. I was picking up my roommate from the airport after Thanksgiving break, and I go to stop at a gas station to go to the bathroom. I come back to my car. I turn the key, and the power comes on. Right, like I get the AC, I get the um, I get my radio and everything, but my engine doesn't make a noise. It's not clicking or anything. Like right when it's like the battery's dead or anything, and just the engine doesn't start. Nothing. I crank the key and it's nothing. 
So my starter went out, which is a pain because the, the local auto place didn't have a starter. So I had to get my car towed back to the college. It was like 30 minutes away, which is a, it was a pain. So I had to I had to replace my starter all on my own, which involved tearing out the the air system, unplugging computers, moving stuff around, like messing all this up. But I got it. I fixed my starter and I'm pretty damn proud of myself for that. Cause it was, oh, yeah. it was a, it was a lot of getting in an angle and I did it all by myself. I saw a picture where you're just covered in dude. Like I, I was looking like I was trying to be like a, an FS FSU uh, Seminoles fan. Like I was doing like the war paint stuff, like basically on my face. Cause my face was pressed up right against this like plastic tube thing for like, my air uh, system. If it was, if it was white, you could have like, who is your master? Saruman. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> No, but it was like, it's like if somebody ran, it, it looked like right on the side of my face, like somebody ran their fingers covered in soot across my face. Yeah, it's, it, it was, my, it was fun, but I, I managed to get that done in like two days. Hell yeah. The first, cause I started a little bit later on Saturday cause I was waiting for my dad to be done with something. So I, he could FaceTime me and explain some stuff. And then I just couldn't quite get the starter out in the were dark. You ever, were you ever the flashlight holder for your dad when he was working? I, I was the flashlight holder several times. Yeah. <laughs> It's does an experience your, we all we does, all. Does your dad have a Midwest accent? Does he sound Midwestern? I don't know. My dad was born in Kentucky, though, so I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, but that obviously he moved here when he was like two, two, three years old at most, maybe a year. He moved to Minnesota, but um, I don't know. I don't know if my dad has an accent. I, I honestly, because I don't think I have an accent, so there are little things you and I. Say. I don't like. Kind of like I don't I don't really think you have an accent that much. Like you don't have the you don't have the Brooklyn accent. Talking like you're from New York. I, I I've told you that's that, a New York City thing. Yeah, but I've told you I'm I'm from upstate New York. We sound like you guys. The reason we don't notice listen, each other listen, is Lorenzo, that, we're normal. We're normal. Everyone else is wrong. Yeah. The reason you and I don't hear each other's accents is because we're <laughs> We're the normal ones. Everyone I, else needs to sound like us. I do say coffee weird. Coffee? You say like coffee? Coffee. coffee. Yeah, you kind of got a little bit of the Brooklyn thing. See, there's a lady at my church who had who's like from Brooklyn, and so she she has like the she has the very thick Brooklyn accent. It's great to hear. You know, you know how you can talk about getting some coffee. You know how you can always tell. Um, what is the color that's in between red and yellow? Orange. 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 Oh yeah. Orange. Uh, orange all right and it, so yeah that was i'm glad that you fixed your car that was good it's always good to be more handy yeah i i'm proud of myself there and i, I i'm i'm hopefully i'll be able to fix more stuff on my car as time goes on and stop and 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 bleed people like our friend kyle dry of his money <laughs> i'm not gonna be the sucker kyle i can do it myself me ebay motors and e and youtube yeah i can't i can't fix a caliper so <laughs> oh you busted it oh okay so essentially my right back brake one the 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 inside is metal to metal the outside has four millimeters of brake pad left so Ooh. my right so my right or my 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 passenger side caliper is overextended oh shit that's better than that's listen that's better than what it was going to be <laughs> yeah because if you to do the caliper you would need to change out the piston and everything and that involves like messing with your brake lines and stuff. Ooh. That sucks. 
yeah, that's not something you can really do on your own unless you unless you manage to have a really nice setup in a garage <laughs> with yeah. like a lot of tools. Kind of like how you can't like theoretically you probably could like say for a changing a tire, like you have to get the tire onto the rim, which not everyone has the tools to do that. So most people just opt for, you know, buying the tires and then having somebody else put it on. I can I can put on tires. Yeah. Um like putting on a spare your, tire, for example. Does your car have those fucking locking? No, um, actually. I'm swapping mine out. I'm swapping mine out. I'm si fucking. It's one of the first things I'm gonna do once I get my car back. I'm gonna swap those out because those are such a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, I know. I know. I a might, lot of I might also. Those. I might also get uh, an electric impact. Ooh, those are nice. Those are because nice. make sure um, you get like um a, one of the, the one of the little socket adjustable. Like why can't I think of the things? I just bought one. Shoot the little sockets that you can go and change the angle of everything, so that way you yeah. can get in at those angles with your socket. And get a good get a good breaker oh, bar. Oh, the, the one that a, you can do this and then you can bring it back and twist. No, 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 no. I'm thinking the uh, socket. Why am I looking this up? Like the. The adjustable socket. So basically, like you put the socket in there, and then it bends like around, like up and down, so that way you can go at it from an angle. Just get like a good extending extension bar, and that, and then you'll be set for life. You'll be set for life. You know, get a good should, breaker bar as well. You know, so that way we you should have on for car talk. Car, <laughs> car, car. Oh, okay. <laughs> Put your hands on the wheel. Because uh, we're living on the line. <laughs> I, I never, ever, ever. Well, that's not true. I rarely have two hands on the wheel. I have two hands on the wheel most drive, of the time, except when I, I have a song I don't like, and then I'm just like pressing the button. I drive like this. <laughs> nice. But, um, uh, yeah, so um, it's good to do things with your car. Should yeah. we get on talking about Santa? Yeah, so this is actually so we've been kicking this topic back like two episodes now, but we've, we're finally here. Santa Claus. So, I have no, I have no strong opinion on it. I'm just gonna start with that. I don't have a super strong opinion on it, but I like the debate. I am, I'm conflicted on it. Like the the question of the ethics of teaching your kids Santa Claus. Like, is it ethical to lie to your kids and tell them? Well, is it? it would you consider it a lie to tell your kids that they're Santa Claus? Yeah. Well. What is a lie? That's the question. What is a lie? It's the it's the it's the concept of because let's separate Santa Claus from Saint Nicholas first. Let's first separate those two because the concept of Santa Claus that kids are taught is not the first century saint that beat up Arius. Yeah, what a it's, legend. It's he gets money to a father so he didn't yeah. have to sell his daughters into prostitution. Yeah, and he was he was on a boat, he was on a ship going to, I think going somewhere, and the waves are like going up, and he just like he stands over the bow, and he just starts shouting at the at the sea, and it just stops. Yeah, so like that's 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 not we we are dealing with the Coca-Cola Santa Claus, like the yeah, modern American Santa Claus, like you know, fat red suit hat like white beard lives in lives in the north pole delivers gifts every so he, year he lives in the north pole she just she could have just said duluth uh i don't know it's not that it's, far north it's cold it's cold Ely would be a better better comparison uh that's right so, know your minnesota cities but uh 
so like here's the thing i think you're technically lying because santa sorry for everyone spoilers santa isn't real like santa as in santa claus is not real (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) i also don't think it's really like i could go either way because i don't really because i grew up since I grew up with two different households, it was like, well, Santa has different writing at different people's houses. And then I kind of figured out pretty quickly, like, yeah, it's from my dad and my mom, you know? And it's like, I think it's something that if, by the time you reach like eight, once you start to be around other kids, like at public, like say at a public school, like, I don't think anyone explicitly says it, but like by the, by the time I was eight, I was basically under the assumption oh yeah, Santa isn't real. Well, and also there's the thing of like there's the generally that one kid that's like, you know, Santa isn't real. Like I was like the one kid from the polar expression like, you gotta talk about the be the locomotive. Well, <laughs> did you I was almost that kid. <laughs> what? I was almost that kid that was gonna tell other people that Santa wasn't real until my mom like pulled me aside and was like, You can't do that. But um I just don't really have a strong opinion on it. I think if if a kid like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my kids. I I just straight up don't know. Um, I don't know. You know, it's like Santa, the Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny. Like, I never really grew up with any of those. I don't think my childhood was impacted for the negative without any of those. I also don't think it's really a problem if someone grows up with them. See, here's the interesting argument is that what you do is you teach your kids about Santa Claus and you don't necessarily provide any evidence for it, which some people might say, well, then if you're religious, like say you're a Christian, will that teaching your kids about Santa Claus and letting them believe that will that impact their belief in God later on if you're religious? I but there's a there's such a difference between like Santa Claus like uh, it's but, here's the thing I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people once they stop being little kids doubt their belief in God I think it's very rare for that not to happen I think it's a, it takes a very mature mind to understand belief. Like, you're just not... I don't know. It's a very, like... I. This is one of, the th- one of the times where I really am sincerely, like, live and let live. I just don't... If a kid grows... I just... Wh- did you grow up believing in Santa? I honestly can't tell you if I... if I, 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 Because I, I, it wasn't this big thing for me that I was thinking about. So like I don't know yeah. if I I don't know if there was a time when I genuinely believed in in Santa Claus. I think what is kind of weird is when people get really like the elf on the shelf type stuff or like the kind of like you know what I'm talking about or it's like yeah. the, it's Santa's one hell of a helper he's watching you is like that's a little like okay did the CIA just do something to like like <laughs> like is this the NSA and I play also those pens banger pens g2 pilot pens yeah fuck yeah um they're great love them my mom and my girlfriend use the same type of pen um but 
I, you know, I just don't really have a super strong opinion one way or the other. I think that, I do think that when it comes to like, you better be nice or Santa's not going to give you anything. Like that's a little manipulative. And I think it's the same. I think if you have to predicate your kid's behavior on getting a gift from this guy, then I think that's, that's, that's a red flag. Well, it's the same. It's the same. You you should be able to impart your morals on kids without that sort of thing. It's, it's similar to me as the kind of Protestant evangelical thing of like, you're going to go to hell if you do a white lie to your parents or like, you're going to go to hell. Like it's this super heavy handed, like, no, if I if I tell my mom, you know, I've only been playing a few hours of video games when it's actually more, I'm not going to hell for that. Yeah. Like Yeah, that would be what you would call like Catholics, we would differentiate and call that a venial sin, as in it's not of a grave matter. Yeah, it's like, am I, you know, but it's 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 a very Protestant thing. It's a very evangelical. It's a very like heavy-handed. How do you exp- how do you explain hell to a kid? Well, hell is a place where you do bad things. Hell is where you don't have Santa Claus giving you gifts. Well, it's like hell is a place where bad if you do bad things, go to hell. But you can't tell a six-year-old. Yeah, that's where rapists and murderers go because you can't like. Uh, you can't have the conversation about rape with a five-year-old. Yeah. You know, kind of a hard thing to do. Like, so, you know, I think if you're heavy handed with Santa, like if you're just like, Oh yeah, you know, Santa comes around, you know, like there's a difference between leave milk and cookie. Well, here's one. I would leave grass out for three Kings day for the camels of the three wise men. Really? Yes. Huh? That's so do you, do you know what Three Kings Day is? I didn't. I wasn't aware that they had a specific day. It's January six. I'm not joking. It is January six. Let's go, <laughs> Patriots in control. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's the oh, because that is that the, that's the that's the end of Christmas time for Catholics. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wasn't aware that 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 last day was called Three Kings Day because I'm assuming it's, that's like in the a, biblical it's a, story it's when it's the three the three magi would show up, right? It's it's a Hispanic thing. It's a it's a Hispanic thing. You'll see a lot of Hispanics that celebrate Three Kings Day, um, but like I would sometimes leave out bits of grass. You know, it's like leave milk and cookies out for Santa. Okay, I remember there's a great Calvin and Hobbes comic where it's like. Calvin's like, I'm gonna leave milk and cookies for Santa, and his dad's like, I'm sure Santa would love a cold beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> gonna teach my kids to leave out, uh, gonna leave out like a steak. <laughs> Ooh, that's a that's a good one. Leave out a steak. I, my family always would leave out carrots for the reindeer. Yeah, that's a, that's the equivalent of like carrots for the reindeer. I would leave out grass for the camels. Like, you know. Like there's certain things where it's like those are little cute traditions, and it's like at a certain point, some sometime you'll end up catching dad. Yeah, I think I think I would probably stand that if you're if you and 
the, if the truth about Santa coming out would damage your kid's relationship with like your religion, then I think maybe you need to step it up with your religious teaching to your children. Well, it's going to damage the relationship with you and your kids. Like, yeah. Outside of it's outside of religion. If it's going to damage, like, you- I'm going to be honest. Like I, I know that there was at one point I had a I had to learn that Santa didn't exist and I didn't have any grief with my parents at all for that. I was like, oh, it's just like so, a nice yeah, little treat. Well, like they they want to give out gifts but make it seem like a little like a Christmas tradition thing. Maybe yeah, I'm well, smarter than most kids it, though. But also, like I yeah, like I think it kind of has to be either really young or really <laughs> to kind of like once you once you start getting like basic basic logic, it's like the stories about Santa don't make sense. And then you're kind of like, okay, I'm just going to kind of go along with it. And like, did you see that community notes thing that went around? Santa is real. Like, Santa is real. Yeah. Nora tracks him every year. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, I also, and, and this is the problem I have with like edgy atheists as well, where it's like, Santa isn't real. You're just fucking, it's like, oh my God. Like, does science bring me gifts every year? <laughs> um, but like, I, I don't, I just, I think it's a harmless thing. I don't think you're setting your kids up. I don't think your kid's going to have a crisis of faith. I think your kid's going to have a crisis of faith. If you fucking, if you base your entire morality around, are you naughty or nice? You have a naughty list and a nice list. Like, yeah, I'm, I, I like, Again, I I don't really know what I'm gonna do with my kids. I don't know if it's gonna be a yes Anna no Santa. I I I I'm not sure. I would like to. I'd first have to confer with my other half on that. Uh, I'm gonna be one of those guys. that's like let me ask my wife. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'll be one of those guys. Let me ask my wife. Hey, honey, what are, do you have? Are we telling the kids about Santa? No. Yeah, we're telling the kids about Santa. <laughs> 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 Uh, I want the I want the relationship that Calvin's parents have. <laughs> Dude, for all intents and purposes, Calvin's parents have a really healthy relationship. They do, and they're willing to kind of deal with each other, like screwing around a little bit and poking fun. <laughs> I fucking love Calvin. It's never dad. about anything super like uncon. It's nothing. Anything. Ugh, I'm having a stroke. Here. Calvin's dad is basically Tyler it's nothing Yankee. too consequential. It's nothing too consequential oh, yeah. when they have and, like a little thing. And Calvin's dad is just Tyler Yankee. Yeah, and he's just like poking fun. He's with the cyclist. He's a cyclist that basically. Oh just- yeah. <laughs> he wants to take. He wants to t- every time he tries to do something with Calvin that Calvin gets excited about. Like we're gonna go camping. It just starts raining. <laughs> oh, I love. I love Cal. Like, the more that I have you ever seen pictures of Bill Watterson and Calvin's dad next to each other. No, actually. He modeled like <laughs> You stopped. Hold on. Oh yeah, he does look like Calvin's dad. Wow. Like There's no I also as much as I don't, you know, as much as Oh, there Oh, I forgot that he released something this year. Oh, did he? He released a bunch of short stories. Aww. He mentioned some sort like what lies beyond human. It's like a fable for grownups. This I'm gonna have to read this. I actually want to see it. Um, but it's one I, of my favorite books to check out from the library as a kid. Were the I have all of them. I have the, okay. I have all of them. I have a bunch, but they're packed away back at home in my 
other books because i brought up like fi- like 50 pounds of books but they were all like economics politics like historical yeah, I, stuff and then i left all my fun like fiction books back home i brought i brought my coffee table like collection box set um because i had gotten that as a christmas gift at some point um but i from santa <laughs> um uh but uh like i left all my individual ones at home hopefully my sister wants to read them or if any of my family wants to read them um i I was i was trying to get my sister into reading percy jackson and it didn't happen but you know what i just remembered so obviously i have younger siblings right so i've been able to see them with the santa thing and i think my parents have always been like oh because they obviously we don't get gifts from santa like us older kids don't get don't get gifts from santa so my mom has always been like oh yeah when you get older santa stops leaving gifts and santa never really like leaves all of the gifts he leaves like one gift like one one bigger gift is from santa yeah it'll be like that's like you can phase it out i don't know it's like santa I i think my parents are very good about it yeah i i think that if people were brought up in a way that santa wasn't an issue when it when things happen, I grew then, up a very secular kid, so I never had like a crisis of faith thing with it. I never, I, well, yeah, I was also very secular, and I also think that Santa, like you, teaching your kid about God and teaching your kid about Santa should be two different things. Santa should be very light. Like if you are if you are conflating the two, then you are teaching them wrong. And this is coming again. This is coming from me. I am bordering on the edge of religious now i am not you know i'm not like compared to a lot of people in our circle i'm still pretty secular yeah but i'm also probably less secular than most of the people that i knew growing up yeah so like you know it's so i yeah i just think it's like if you want to have fun with your kids if you want to do something about santa leave no I would, I'm going to definitely encourage leaving something out for Santa so I can eat it. Um, <laughs> leave Santa out some spaghetti and meatballs. Come on. What, what's like a very cliche Italian food that you could leave out? Oh, Pizzelle cookies. Leave out Pizzelle cookies. Do you, hey. Do you, do you know what Pizzelle cookies are? No, I don't. Uh, let me hold on. P-I-Z- We're doing all the heavy researching. Yeah. P I Z E L. Look up P-I-Z-Z-E-L-L-E. Z-Z-L-E? L-L-E. P-L-L-E. Okay, let's see here. Cookie, recipe, and then we're going to go to images. This is... Oh, they're, these... It's kind of look like... Kind of like a sugar cookie thing. They're So they're made from flour, eggs, sugar, butter, and generally a little bit of anise. Or, you know anise seed? No. Fennel. Have you ever had fennel? I can't say that I have. You are not Italian. That makes sense. It's a certain... Do you, it's the flavor of black licorice. Oh. Which I like. So, <laughs> But I've grown up around fennel and anise my entire Sorry, life. Sorry, guys. We're going to have to cancel the podcast. I'm not doing a podcast with a black licorice enjoyer. That might be the worst take you've had yet. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than what else I like eating? There's so many quotable lines from this podcast for me. I was listening back to the one from last week where I was like, God, the worst thing Nixon ever did was opening up the country to the Chinese, not because I'm anti-free trade, but because I'm racist. 
<laughs> All right. Anyway, so, that would be an Italian thing, but I would I would prefer like I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of cannolis either. Like I don't love a lot of um Italian cookies. I've had a lot of them. Um Christmas cookies are a certain thing. Um but I don't know. Leave leave fucking <laughs> Leave some crack out for me. I don't really care. <laughs> Leave out some cocaine for my friend Lorenzo. I'll just tell my kids that Lorenzo comes to leaves gifts on Christmas, and he'll leave out a little cocaine. <laughs> anyway. Well, I think we've had the Santa conversation, but I think that, like, since you kind of touched on the faith thing, that actually is a kind of a good segue, because, fun fact, guys, I'm doing another podcast. Oh, yeah. You guys are doing something about Christianity. Yeah, so if you guys remember our good friend Connor Mortel, he's made at least two appearances on the show. But we are going to be, we're going to, me and Connor are going to start a podcast called The Cradle and the Convert, where we talk about like Catholicism, faith, religion stuff. And it's going to come out on Sunday. So you'll have some good like religious stuff to listen to on, on Sundays. We're going to record it on Saturday. Hopefully it'll come out Sunday. But yeah, we're gonna we're doing a new podcast. It should be fun. We're gonna talk about like religion and stuff. I think we're gonna even do like some kind of little book club things. We're not gonna do like dedicate a full episode to it, but we're gonna do like oh, we're gonna have a segment where we just talk about like a like a Catholic book that we might be reading through. We might not do that every single episode, but we're gonna try. I think we're gonna do uh, the Confessions of Saint Augustine. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I like I like the name as well, Cradle and the Convert. It took me a sec uh, to understand it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I, 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 that was only like I think we were originally going to do something about like apostles at Antioch or something, right? Because I really like Saint Ignatius of Antioch. Uh, but we, I, I just like spontaneously came up with the idea when I was like, oh, I was just texting Connor. And I was like, that's a brilliant idea. I could probably pull up the text message right now. That's oh hell yeah! So yeah, because I, I, I don't I, have Connor's number, which is a very good thing. <laughs> That would be that'd be something. When I when I got a Snapchat, it was really funny because he's like, "I've been trying to avoid you on platforms, but now I have you on Instagram and Snapchat." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah," because he we were. I was like, "We're we could talk about like our our coming to faith or reverting to faith thing." And he was like, "Yeah, I don't, I'm a, I won't have interesting things because I'm a cradle." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have the perfect idea!" Hell yeah! So yeah, no, I that's cool. I'm excited that I. Chances are, I may listen to it. I may not. I hope you do, but I, we're gonna, I, I'm going to try oh, and get like a separate podcast feed thing up for it. It'll probably yeah. be on the same YouTube channel that if you guys are watching on YouTube. Yeah, it's well, yeah, and I, I like, I, I, I'll, I might listen. <laughs> the thing is that it, unless you guys are doing like very basic, I don't know. It depends on what you guys are talking about because some of the stuff just goes over my. Because remember, I'm, I'm still like someone who's converting, so I think I'm one of the things I'm gonna try to do a lot is I want to try to like make other people understand what I'm talking about. So I try to like dumb it down a little bit for myself, so that when I, I can grasp it and then build upon that in my thing. So if if Connor's talking about something that like goes over my head, that's obviously gonna be something I have to learn too, and so we'll probably talk about it. So I would hope that people who are interested at least in the religion thing that they would be able to like, you know, watch it and be watch or listen to it and be able to like, Oh, I understand now stuff like yeah. that. It's cool. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys. I'll, I'll probably pop in. If you guys, if you guys ever want to have the cradle, the convert and the 
you can bring me on as well. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll 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 get you the cra- the cradle in the converts once you once you get over there. <laughs> the cradle a convert in the uh, uh what's another name? The cock lover. No, I'm just Italian. I'm not gay. Um, <laughs> okay i talk with my hands a lot and every time my girlfriend's like okay all right okay i'll say certain things and i'll be doing like this type of stuff and she's like okay you gotta talk like this you gotta go and do the donald trump thing i love oh yeah it's great but listen i i've never insulted Rand paul on his looks and believe me there's a lot of material to work with there Rand paul is a good looking guy he went after Rand paul on the debate stage because Rand paul was like Mr. Trump is not is talking like a clown. Like he basically is like talking about how Trump is being kind of like an idiot. And and then Trump's <laughs> like, listen, I've never attacked Rand Paul on his looks, but trust me, there's a lot of material there. Rand Paul had the like, zoomer man, haircut that before goes, it was cool. Huh? He had the zoomer haircut before it was cool. Oh yeah. And then Com- actually and then- comparatively, like in terms of like the good the good people in government, like Rand Paul is slick looking. Thomas yeah. Massey looks like a fucking dork. <laughs> he does look like a dork. And he drives an old Prius. It's so funny. Yeah. I love, I love, he's so smart. He's like, wasn't he like an engineer or something like that? Yeah. Like, he got his degree in engineering from MIT. Yeah. Like, and then he turned his entire house into like being like geothermally powered and he built like the foundation for his house that are rocks out of their stream. And he's the greenest member of Congress because he made, he retrofitted his own car into an electric car all by itself. Yeah. Like he's, he's fucking, <sighs> he's like Joel Salatin's strongest soldier. I love, I actually really like, and Thomas Massey blew up Twitter in a day. Yeah. He's a, which, uh, was it was funny to watch people melt down over that. Um, we are avoiding talking about that whole thing at all costs. Uh, but props to you, Thomas Massey. Yeah, for being the only Republican with balls. Yeah, he's, he's the only guy who's actually like somewhat serious about fiscal stuff at this point. Yeah, but um, let's. Uh... Oh, and uh, I, I oh. one another one of my favorite Trump insults in the debates was he was like when Jeb Jeb Bush was like he attacks Jeb Bush's wife and he's like. My wife is a beautiful, strong woman, and, and Trump's like, then why isn't she running, Jeb? Why isn't she running? <laughs> you're you're at you're at seven percent in the polls. I'm at forty. Move over, Jeb. Move over. Move over, Jeb. Move um, over, Jeb. Oh, that was good. I my favorite is also when he's like, I like I thought war heroes weren't ones that got ca- I war heroes that didn't get captured. I prefer my war heroes ones who do didn't get captured. It's like holy shit. But I I, I just love. So I, I don't know if I said this on the last episode, but I feel like I may have. But right when 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 Kate not Laura Ingram's asking that is it Laura Ingram? No, it's one of those ladies, and she's like, "You've called you've called women you just like fat pigs and whores." And he only and he, like, he, he raises his eyebrows, he adjusts his mic a bit, and then he's like, "Only Rosie O'Donnell." <laughs> Like he knew he had a zinger and it just came out of nowhere. And he's just like, God, I, I, oh, yeah. And he just like adjusts the mic so that way he gets the delivery and he like, drops her and he goes, only Rosie O'Donnell. I know Biden is our guy, but man, I fucking love Trump. <laughs> I fucking love Trump. Dude. <sighs> I miss anyway, him so much. I miss him. I, I so, Going, what was our next top? Disney. Do you want to talk about Disney? Do you want to talk about Disney? Yeah, so. it was interesting because I was thinking because I you showed me a thing. I saw certain things where it's like 
the latest Disney movies completely flopped and they were doing reissue. They were doing like reruns. Yeah. So Disney and Pixar are bringing the movies Soul, Luca, and then the creepy one turning red to theaters in 2024. Because these were like exclusive. Turning red, one of those kind of. It's like a puberty film about teenage girls. Thought it was about China. Oh, it's about these like Chinese, Im- these these Chinese Canadians, but that's oh, really gotcha. not like the big oh, thing. Oh, two terrible ch- things. And basically, her turning into a red panda is an allegory for puberty. Oh, gotcha. Um, it's the, creepy and so, weird. So you said Luca, you liked Luca. Right? I actually really liked Luca. Luca is an Italian. So, yeah, film. it's one of those ideas of how you do in a how yeah! you do an ethnic film, <laughs> like Luca and um and Coco. And Coco, those are yeah. how you do ethnic films Soul, without doing without Soul's cramming old, down that right? white people are evil. Yeah, thing. Soul is old, right? Soul's like Soul is a slightly older one, but it yeah. never came out. It was like in 2020, but it never could come out on theaters because all the theaters were shut down. Yeah, I'm, so they released them direct to Disney Plus. Yeah, and I, I like seeing this. It's a good and and you know, Wish completely flopped. Um, I yeah. didn't release, and the, from what I heard from literally everyone, everyone was like, "the the villain was good. Like the villain was a d- decent guy." It, but like, was he? I only saw like Matt Walsh like make that, and I thought, "Oh, is he just doing like a joking thing?" No, like the villain was apparently just like a good, decent guy. Like, but like, you know. Yeah, and then there was so so. There's a bunch, and of then things. the all of the Marvel stuff is just. Yeah, it's like well, it's like the Marvels, and so there's a bigger issue here, um, and it's that Disney. Well, okay, so let's start with something. Let's start with Marvel. People are sick of Marvel. People have been sick of Marvel yeah, since. I'm sick of Marvel. Yeah, people like you. People were pushing. People were like already sick of it when Infinity War and Endgame happened because all the Marvel people were like. Like soying out, like they're yeah. so soy, um, and it was like very and essentially it just was like okay, you know that that's done, that's done. Um, th- and then everything post that has just been kind of a disappointment. There was another Doctor Strange that just was really weird feeling, dude. It was it was. Like I liked the original Doctor. So did Strange. I. It was like great. I loved it. It's my favorite like Marvel new... movie. Yeah, I love Doctor Strange as a character as well. He's just he's got this fucking. Great. He's so cool. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, ooh. is he is he is he a stud for you? Is he one of your? Uh... Is there a no? Male... He is just a Pink Floyd fan. Is he? Yeah, he's saying comfortably numb. I think. <gasps> okay. Let me, let me pull it up. Do you, do you have like male actors that you're like? Uh, no, I'd maybe be gay a little bit. <laughs> Good grief! I don't Let's know. See here. Let me see. You know who's actually a good-looking guy, even though he's four foot something, is Peter Dinklage. Okay, show me this later. This is not a good. This is not good podcast. It's not, it's not good. Okay, I'll show you later. But yeah. like, it, it it's a clip that I see occasionally. Hell yeah! So yeah. Um, but I, I like Doctor Strange, but the new Doctor Strange was so bad. Yeah, it was bad. The the second Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, the second one, like, 
I, I didn't watch. I haven't watched either of them. I I heard I heard the first one was cool. I heard the second one was just all right, but the fans are just terrible. They kept trying to make someone else trans. Um, the Flash bombed. That's also because Ezra Miller is a sexual predator. <laughs> you know, like I heard that. Uh, what's his face? Who played Batman back in the day? Shoot, Ben Affleck. Not. Yeah, Ben Affleck. They brought his Batman back, and apparently his Batman was really good. Well, no. But also, the, the, he was. It wasn't Wolver- a Batman movie, so the latest Batman. I don't know. So there's a lot of things, and here's the thing: I am not knowledgeable on cape shit. I'm not knowledgeable on on superhero stuff at all. I have never. I I know nothing outside the movies themselves. Yeah, like I know nothing outside the movies, and, and I and I've barely watched the movies. So like. I just know that things have been going down and then like they try to do the Marvels and in between this, they're also doing other shows. They were doing like a Miss Marvel show that didn't work out. And, and, and they, and then they did this Marvel's movie and it fucking bombed because it sucked. (laughs) Like it just was like, it just was not very good. There was nothing about it that like really, Like, if I'm going to be honest, the only... So, I think Marvel could have very well just be, been done. At, I, like, I think it could have been done after Infinity War, to be honest. Because well, Endgame, was, Endgame, Endgame, Endgame was, was bad. I was not a fan. I just don't care. I didn't like, I didn't like the time travel trope. It's like, oh, we're going back to do nostalgia bait. Any, we're going back to any, all these other Marvel Anytime movies. there's time travel in any sort of movie that... Anytime there's time travel in a franchise... It's almost always done for fan service and not done well. I've never seen time travel done well in a movie, even Back to the Future. Even I think that it's not done good in that movie either. I think that time travel is super hard to do well. But I think that Loki did it okay. Didn't watch it, but that's because it was basically trying to be like Doctor Who. Yeah, I did. Like I think Loki was pretty good. Didn't see Loki. I think. I, li- I liked Hawkeye, to be honest. It was just kind of like a Chris. It's basically a Christmas movie they made into a TV show. I, I really liked. You're going to, I'm going to tell you, you can point out all these movies. I have no idea. I just, I'm like, the I knew the newer Spider Man, like not the animated one, but the Far From Home. That yeah, I one, heard that no, one. Was no, good. no Way Home was it? Yeah, No Way Home. I heard that one was good. That was, it was good. Because they it, had it, all it the different the, Spider-Mans as well. Yeah, right and there. it did like the nostalgia thing with like the fan service, but it did it well. Yeah, and had, like a compelling story at the same time. It's like it's, that's how you do it. And that's the thing is that I think this. And, but but looking at it now, like man, people are sick of Marvel. They are so sick of it. This was the first summer, and I think we talked about this back in the summer. This I think it was the first summer where the two big blockbusters everyone was talking about weren't Marvel movies. Yeah, it was Barbie and Oppenheimer. And both those movies fucking slapped, dude. Barbie, did you ever get to see? The I Barbie never movie? actually did watch Barbie. Did you see Oppenheimer? I did see Oppenheimer. In yeah, that was cool. I liked Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer um, was a good film. Yeah, it was a well-made film. Um, you should at some point. Bar- well, it's kind of it's moot. It's a moot point now because like it's you know like it's months after. It's like four months after whatever the trend has passed. It was kind of something that in the zeitgeist, it was cool. But now it's like, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I saw like people are sick of this shit. They're so, and 
this is not even to get into the culture war stuff because I think that this can be diagnosed without even touching the culture war. It's just that oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's 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 that it's that movies are lazily made now. Movies are like it's they a make, bunch. Of, they make TV shows that should just be movies, and 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 to to and then they make movies that should be miniseries, and then they also. And then the VFX stuff, they're just putting too much work on the VFX people. And it it just like those are overworked and like now you can see CGI qualities like going down in places and like fuck man, the original Transformers movie had better CGI than some of the stuff I see nowadays. Yeah. Also, I don't think the original Transformers is that bad. I have no strong opinions about the Transformer films. Uh, I mean, like, I've only seen the first one. I watched a series, like, where they was going through a bunch of stuff. Saw that there was a Transformers movie that came out this year. No one talked about it. Um, it was all right. Like, it was all right. It was nothing crazy. But um, it's just people are sick of it. In the latest Disney movies, the latest, the last good Disney princess movie was Moana. Have there been other ones recently? Yeah. There's been a lot. Which ones? That's the point. You don't know about them. Are you the the Encanto thing? That was just annoying. There was Encanto. It just, there was it had another, a terrible plot. There was another. There was another. There was like some Chinese one. The, and then there's Wish. Wish was supposed to be like Disney's a hundredth anniversary. Like Disney, like Wish was supposed to be like this culmination. They were going to bring tie all these things together, and it sucked. It's from what I've seen, it sucked. And it's like, and part of the reason, there's a few reasons. And Disney's gotten lazy, but now we should start talking about the culture war stuff. Uh -oh. um, Disney movies became girl boss movies. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, before you could watch, you could watch, like, little boys and little girls could watch a Disney, even though they're more targeted towards girls. You know, like, the family would watch, and and you could, there was still a engaging male person in there that would do cool shit like you know fuck even with moana you know moana had maui maui's a fucking dope character i fucking love him oh yeah and who doesn't like the rock yeah, yeah like same thing with um now i my memory's fuzzy but same thing with frozen like hans is an asshole but Kristoff is cool like he does cool shit he's yeah. the fixer like, like honestly, Frozen 2 wasn't bad. I didn't watch Frozen 2. Um, you gotta watch it. No, I don't think I'm gonna watch it. Put Frozen. that on your put that on your Christmas list right next to uh the watching a Muppets Christmas Carol. The girlfriend wants to watch that with me, so yeah. Watch those um, together. Watch both of them. But uh but uh like I'm trying to think of other one like you know, Beauty and the Beast. Like now, granted, you're not supposed to see Gaston as the hero, even though Gaston is fucking dope. He's our man. <laughs> Gaston is our guy. Um, Gaston's our guy. He doesn't know how to read, and he's an asshole. He's our guy. <laughs> how are you supposed to read this? There's no <laughs> pictures in it. <laughs> uh, Literally, I antlers in all of my decorating. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's the shit. Um, but like you go back into a lot and I haven't watched a lot of Disney movies either, but like you go into a lot of them, there's things that make everyone watch it. But now it's just like women, good men, bad, especially with this latest one. It was just straight girl boss shit. Um, 
and it was just like so you watched it no i saw people talking about it okay um but it's like and then there's also like the obvious woke message pushing which i hate the term woke now and i think it needs to be just the left i don't get your hate of it to be honest i don't know um i think it's a i think it's i can you just think it's like an outdated term is that so it? okay i there's a few things actually because no, no, you actually, went on this weird tirade with with connor here and i was like i don't get the problem because i still i still call things like woke though i put it in like parentheses um because it's not a serious well, enough term marks. it's so first first thing it's a leftist term and it is not a serious enough term to describe what's actually going on and it's been and it's been diluted it's been diluted by boomer cons that are like everything the woke left it's like now it can't be taken serious. Same thing with like how it's like whenever anyone dies, there's a mini immediately either the parody of people just going vexed, like to parody all the people that were doing that. It's like it's a parody of itself now. And boomer cons, boomer cons shouldn't like same thing with the WEF. They shouldn't, they're they're not smart enough. <laughs> they weren't they were never smart enough to 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 understand what's going on. And it's like, I just think the term woke is like it's <laughs> So you think we need like a better term that isn't attached to the boomers? It's but it's not attached to the boomers and not attached to leftists. Like they came up with woke and we took woke. Not we. Boomer cons took woke. And now they use woke for everything because boomers aren't shouldn't be on the internet. Like and we need something that's because it's it's shallow. It's like well woke it sounds kind of like well, if you say like cultural Marxism, then what happens is you get people who are like, you're a conspiracy theorist. Well, just call it cultural leftism. Just call it leftism. It's all woke is, is just leftism in a different form. That's all it is. Yeah. So like, so the leftist social progressivism, I don't know. Social teaching, leftist social teaching, social, social revolution, cultural revolution. You know, it's a, there's a lot of terms you can use for it. It was a Mao, you know, but like, but I don't. But the problem with that, and the problem with the James Lindsayites, is that they think it's like everything is, is, is every everything every is, single little person is an indoctrinated cultural Marxist like Habermas, and it's and it's like they're all within this Hegelian dialectic or whatever. And, and it's like the it's average like, person isn't thinking. And, and fuck, even big corporations. Like I think most people shouldn't have learned about ESG because they don't understand what ESG is, and they don't understand like because there's still things where it's like. Okay, you know, yes, ESG exists. And ESG is important to understand if you're looking at huge corporations. But also corporations are all like it's I don't know. It I don't It's more complicated than just corporations are are incentivized to be woke. Because at a certain point, it's going to hurt your bottom line so much that, like, I don't know, it's dumb. But it, it's hurting Disney. It's it's hurting Disney. And here's yeah. the thing: like, like I was yeah. reading in the Wall Street Journal, and Disney they lost having... a billion dollars over the past years. Like, it's... yeah, and their stock is down like forty percent. And it's like, and and none of the movies are rememberable nowadays. Like, they haven't the... they haven't paid a shareholder dividend since January of 2020. That's wild. <laughs> That's they haven't wild. had any. They haven't had money to give out. Yeah, and it's like, and 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 it's just, 
they're making these movies that have this very obvious leftist messaging in them all the time. It's part of it's part, especially with the Marvel shit. Like the Marvels failed. I mean, like it failed because it was a shitty movie and it relied on it being three women in three different races of women. Like it's all, it's all fucking Captain Marvel was is a walking vagina. Like, so like, you know, this is hopefully I, I want Hollywood to burn. And I think this is a good first step. I don't want to see Disney get better. <laughs> like, I think that there needs to be, if you're talking about big animation, there needs like there needs to be a concerted effort with people nowadays to start making independent films that isn't the fucking daily wire. Yeah. And are just independent. It's like free from politics outside of the political thing. I don't like Hollywood because it's a fucking, I, I hate LA and I hate, you know, what it's done. I hate that people have to stay like, it's just a piece of sh- Like I want to see Hollywood break up and decentralize. Um, I think that's, I think that's inevitably what's going to happen. And I want to, because right now, because we like take away the culture things, right? Take away like the culture war stuff. Just look at what's happening with, with Marvel just because just there's no creativity. There's no originality there. And so people are going to start moving away. People are going to go to independent creators. Like one of my, I, I'm a big fan of Wendigoon and Wendigoon is like huge on like looking at the horror scene and the best horror stuff isn't the stuff made by the studios. It's by the random like ARG horror creators on YouTube. Like those guys are, are, did, are did you see that people are trying to cancel them again? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I always, I always think it's so funny. I don't care. Wendigoon's too powerful. You can't take well, down Wendigoon. But I, I always think it's funny when people are like, "What? Like, oh my god, he's a neo!" Like when people say, first off, when people call people neo Nazi, I think it's funny. But also when people are like, "Wow, this is crazy." The guy that has a fucking Wendigo with nods on it. That wears and Hawaiian has, shirts. And his some of his first videos were called Sunday Studies, where he talks about the Bible. Like, no. Wow, you're telling me this for the first time. <laughs> He's currently friends with a with a GOP candidate for Oh, Brandon Herrera? Yeah. Yeah. Who's kind of a boomer, but whatever. He's he's a total boomer. It's so it's fun. Like, I you know, I I <laughs> If he ever, if he gets elected, at least he's not a fud though. At least he's not a fud. Yeah. If if he ever gets elected, it's gonna be really funny because he's like he has. You just see Wendigoon hanging well, out in no, his office. No, like, because because Herrera Brandon, walks into his office, sees Wendigoon sitting at his desk with his feet up. He's like, "Hey, Brandon." <laughs> well, because Brandon Herrera has a fucking drinking problem. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, he drinks a lot. Like he's. He is not careful with his body. <laughs> so, so, like, we're going to have a senator that's coming in drunk to shit. I'm excited. Um, I'm just but. excited that because he's very, you can tell Herrera means it when he's like, I want to abolish the ATF. Yeah, like, for all of his boomer shit, which, you know, it's whatever. He's a fan of the FPC. He's, a, he's doing good stuff for gun rights. And... You know, he can be a FUD, and, or not a FUD, he can be kind of boomery on things um, and just kind of, but it's like, oh, wow, the boomer, the, the normie con guy who hangs out with cops is 
NormieCon. No way. You're telling me this for the first time. <laughs> like, Wendigoon is a lot more... Well, he, wear... he wears Hawaiian shirts a lot. I like I, Wendigoon. Wendigoon is my I, favorite yeah. YouTube yeah, and it's like creator. Yeah, did I send you a thing where I was like, we're going to... Yeah, you sent me that. Pokemon parent. We're at... We're out put on Wendigoon proving the JFK conspiracy. <laughs> but yeah, like when, I mean, also back in 2020, he was wearing Hawaiian shirts. You remember all that whole thing, right? Yeah, that, that's his bit. The Boog stuff. Yeah, that was all yeah. like, yeah. So like, anyway, um, going back, to, it's, it's independent creators are going to do stuff. And I want independent animation studios to do stuff. And I want. I want things to change, especially as an, someone who does film wants to do film scoring. I want things to change, um, but really, you know, I'm just I'm just hoping for different stuff to happen, um, and I think that this is actually kind of a good thing that it's finally collapsing. But hey, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. You know. I, it's kind of a good thing that kids aren't watching as many movies. Read a book instead, kids. Read a book. Or just watch like. Or just touch grass. Go play with a toy. Be normal. No, read books. I was the kid that read books. I was the weird kid who also read books, dude. Hell yeah. I I need to get back to reading, man. Like even on top of the books you sent me, I also want to get back to reading fiction as well. Yeah, because like I can get you a copy of um, Das Kapital if you need to read some fiction. (laughs) I mean, like as much as I'm excited to really do a deep dive into the real Lincoln, I want to finish reading some sci-fi I've been trying to read. (laughs) Okay, what what sci-fi do you read, Lorenzo? Uh, There's a great book called Neuromancer that I started in February that I haven't finished. I see. See. I, I, I don't read as much fiction as I used to, but what during like 2020, I was reading a ton of John Grisham books. Like, you know, the law guy, guy who writes like the- Dude, John Grisham, is that your guilty? I saw you think you're- That's like, my guilty oh, pleasure. I'll, who, I'll read the good John who, Grisham. Who replied to that that I saw that was like- Olivia Rondo. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was laughing because I was like, yeah, uh, John Grisham is like, I read his, he had like a, a kid series. Like the like the kid detective, kid lawyer, something like that. Yeah, I remember that kid. I read, I read the, I, I read some John Grisham books. They're airport novels. Whenever I think of John Grisham, I think of like I will always see him in an airport bookstore. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I enjoy it. I bought a ton of those from like little thrift stores during 2020 when me and my dad were traveling around. Because that was like the first time my dad really got out in a couple of years, like to just go out on his own and stuff instead of being at working all the time. Because we were like going out, garage sale, thrift, thrift stores, all that stuff during the lockdowns. Hell yeah. And that's when when he started doing some eBay stuff and everything. And so I was buying like John Grisham books when I saw him. Like if I saw a new one, I would just pick it up and grab it and read it. So I have Hell a yeah. bunch of John Grisham books at home just packed away in a book, in my book box. Yeah, I need to get back to reading more stuff. But yeah, what were other topics? <sighs> okay, so we have... The dual income, no kids video, whatever this trend is. Yeah, I don't I, have any particularly hot takes about it other than I had, um, I had some little things. I didn't watch. The do you want to talk about that? The, Otherwise yeah. we also have oh, one of our favorite TV shows came out with a teaser trailer. 
Oh, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. So You can watch it. Do you want to watch it? No, I want to watch it. I, I'm going to let's, let's table that for next week. I'll watch okay. it. We'll watch it and we'll table it for um, next week. So for the dual income, no kids thing, um, I saw a lot of the discourse around this type of stuff. And do you want to play the video? Because they, they do a lot of commentary. So it's not no. like it's poor content. No, I don't want, I don't want to, because I haven't watched the video, but I also, I have my own thoughts on it and I don't really want to get super deep into it. Because I, I know the arguments of dual income, no kids. I know, like, I know the arguments. I don't need to watch the video. I grew up around these people. Like, I know it's the whole thing of like, we have more financial freedom. We don't have to deal with kids. We don't, you know, my, my band teacher is kind of like, my old band teacher was like this. I love her to pieces though. But um, I just, I think that watching the trads and the dinks go, go after each other is funny to me because I think that, I do think that it, my, my, my overall stance is I think people should do what they want. If someone if someone is not drawn to being a parent, I do not want them to be a parent because I think that there's too many parents nowadays that shouldn't be parents. And as much as there's like the, you know, like because I think the constant pushing for everyone to have kids, it's like there are people that I know that I don't would make terrible parents and I don't want them to have kids. So if people are happy like that, that's fine. They're gonna regret it yeah. when they're dying. But did you see Josh Eagle of all people was like, was I, like, I mean, I saw somebody DM'd that in a group chat and I, cause I, I wouldn't, or unless you guys DM me something he does, I'm not going to yeah. see that otherwise. Yeah, same. Cause I could not like, I could not care less about libertarian, libertarian infighting. I could not care any more about libertarian infighting within the, the libertarian party. And I could not care less about Josh Eagle of all people. Like there's uh, like, yeah, on the list of things that I care about, like Josh Eagle, whatever he's talking about is like on the bottom. And I just, I don't care. I, I blocked him. I muted his handle as a word. So even when people like quote yeah, tweet him me, on yeah. Twitter, I don't see that. I don't see that at well, all. I will never see Josh Eagle. I will never so, see what's so his who's, who's the other guy, Jonathan Casey. Yeah, yeah, I never see anything they do. I never see something the classical liberal caucus. So you, you they I never see anything the project liberal people do. I I don't see that. I'm like the, I'm done. I don't care. The 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 so okay. The Josh Eagle was like, you can do this, but it's a bad decision later on in your life. He was like, it was like very rare for him to say something like that. And then I watched all of, I went through the comments and saw all the people, all of his followers just bashing him over the head over it. No, but I saw things like, I, I also do think a lot of trads need to be realistic in the thing that your house is probably going to have to be a dual income. It's probably just going to have to be. Um, yeah. It's, you know, you just can't, In this economy, you just can't really justify. I think it's do. I think it's possible, but it's not going to be without. It's, it po it's, it's possible for the one percent, but it require it requires. No, no, no. I don't know if it's not. I think it's possible for a lot of people, but it would like it. It's not going to be. You well, it, it's, it, it's just not going to be comfortable. There's going to be sacrifices made on your part. Well, it also. So, well, but even then, it's never going to be truly one income, I think. Even because I think that if you are going to have the wife stay at home, I think finding a stay like a job, a remote working job where you don't have to work too much and you're just yeah. like, oh, you know, some, some data entry or something basic like that. 
that is a way to do things. But like I was, cause I saw something, there was someone I follow on Twitter and she's like a Catholic, but she's like a more of a distributist kind of leftist, not leftist, but like not leftist as in like economic lefty, economically left Catholic, which I can see where someone can come to that conclusion from a Catholic point. I think they're wrong, but I can see where someone comes to that conclusion, but I don't necessarily see it as like immoral. I see it as ineffectual. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to accomplish anything. Yeah. But she just like graduated college or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about because <laughs> I just uh, saw her pop up on my timeline. A uh, Kate, something like that. Yeah, yeah, the Kate Whitaker. Yeah, I she she'll post little things about things, and I was like, this is yeah. fun. I'm not I'm not a big guy into like the whole distributism, integralism. Or I don't like care. The I don't. I don't care. Worker stuff. Yeah. It's not my I don't. Thing. I don't care one way or another. I but I do. I did like. Um, I saw she graduated college. And I saw there was a bunch of people that replied to her. First one was like, oh, ran through. And I was like, from what I've heard of University of Chicago, it's a bunch of unfuckable nerds. You don't have to worry about that. Um, you will have to ask our buddy that goes to U Chicago. We'll ask, we'll ask Mitch. <laughs> we'll ask Mitch. <laughs> Dude, I love, I, he's been doing stuff on TV recently. He's been Yeah, Mitch it. is a great guy. Like he's with the Chicago thinker. They're big. They're big stuff. They, they, like they're one of the best college papers and they're always doing stuff about like, campus like pro- free expression and like but I, I, campus I saw, activism all that stuff they're great yeah they do great stuff and i saw a thing that was like some guy with a catholic thing and he's like why are you you should be at home where are your kids and i'm like i don't think it's a bad thing for a woman to have a college degree especially because it's like in this economy having something where you can even if it's like before you have kids, it's a dual income family, even before. So you can work and you can save up. It's a really good idea. We don't live in the fifties anymore. Like you can make it work, but it's significantly harder. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I just, I find those people to be really gross and nasty where it's like, I don't think you're going to, for 90% of people, you're probably not going to be able to comfortably have your, your quote unquote trad wife at, yeah. sitting at home, just cleaning or cooking or whatever. That's not going to happen. I wouldn't. Well, and especially when, and, and like, let's be, let's be honest. Like when they talk about like, they want to live out in the woods and they want to live in a, they want to have a farm and they want to have a trad wife. Like, it's not like your wife is not doing anything. It's like, no, she, you're, she's no, also you're, taking care of like animals or something as well. That's a, that's a job. You might yeah, not be you, making income with that. Well, and but it's a, it's a job and it provides. So and, I, and and I've also kind of accepted that like whatever family I have will probably have to be dual income because of the career path I chose. Like the chances of because I want to be I want to make a living through music and that's not that's not a you know like if I was a lawyer or a doctor or something then yeah maybe you know I could you know support something on one income yeah. but like unless I become famous. Unless I'm working it for Hollywood blockbusters, I'm not gonna make type of stuff unless I'm, you know, a, and I and here's the thing: I would willing to sacrifice in order to have him. I don't want to be a touring musician. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to sacrifice the well-being of my family. Um, because yeah. there's a lot of musicians that have multiple marriages because the road kills marriages. Shout out to Roger Waters. How, he's uh, he had like five wives. Yeah, it's 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 kind of sad. 
Yeah. Well, also, I think that's because Roger Waters, musical genius, he seems like an absolute asshole half the time. Like, I would not want to be married to Roger Waters. But <laughs> I would, I too would not like to be married <laughs> to Roger Waters. <laughs> but like, it's, you know, that's a certain thing. But yeah, I saw that discourse. And I was just like, I think the dual income note. I also think that the the, the trad cons are pretty insufferable, but they're not as insufferable as the dual income no kids types because those types are like, I'm child free and happy about it. Have fun fucking being broke. And it's like, you know, statistically. It'd be nice when you're just in the nursing home by yourself. Yeah. And it's like, and this is the thing. It's like practically speak because they're like, well, what about friends? It's like, what are you going to be making friends with young people your entire life? Like, I don't know. It just, but I don't like bringing that type of stuff up because it is cruel to kind of bring that up over and bring that up over and over. So, yeah, I just, I don't have very strong feelings about it. I mean, obviously I think in every single culture, there's obviously going to be people who don't have children. They're not going to find somebody or they're not going to have children. And that's, that's fine. Do you think, I just, I find it so insufferable and annoying when they have to flaunt it around, like people who have children are somehow imprisoned in some way or another. It's like, that's not really the case. People people have their own choice. People have their own choice and there's, and people are happy. And I think you're imprisoned and poor because you had children. It's like, shut up. And I also think the people that are like, you'll never have any purpose in your life. If you don't have children. Like, do I think you should have children? Sure. But like, if someone is fine with their own life, I'm, I'm not going to stop them. You know, sometimes people make decisions for themselves. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's just, I think that the point is to... the. What, what did a, you just send me? I don't know. I just sent you something I saw on Twitter like 15 minutes ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, 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 okay. Oh, <laughs> saw HP Lovecraft and his cat died. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm not providing context to the listeners. I'm not. That is all. Enjoy that little outburst there. <laughs> okay, well, also, I think it's I think it's probably a good time to wrap up because it we've been going is, for an yeah. hour and fifty minutes. I need to eat. I haven't eaten all day. Yeah, so looking at it, let's see here. So next week we got an episode on, we'll probably record on the 13th. It'll probably come out on the 15th, probably something like that, because we're recording on the 6th. It'll probably come out on the 8th. Do you want Do you want to next week record like two episodes or three episodes and bank a few in? Because we could I, probably do that, but we'd probably, we'll probably choose like a like a topic to just talk about. Probably like a specific topic or something. Yeah, which if all three listeners of the show, if you want to have us do a specific topic. Yeah, uh, sure. Just let, let us know. know. Because, um, because I will be in back home from the 19th to the 25th. Yeah, I will be I will be heading home on the 15th, and I'll be there until, um, let's see here, the 5th. So I don't know. I'll probably bring like a, my microphone and camera and stuff with my laptop, but I will not. I also like I, maybe I could record something, but I don't know if I really. 
I don't have a whole lot of time out there. So I would like to at least have a pre-recorded episode for that week. Um, yeah. Because as much as I love spending time with you virtually, I miss my family very, very dearly and would like to spend as much time with them as I can. And my friends. I guess. I guess. We'll see. I was not, I was not expecting to record some, we can definitely record some episodes. So you'll probably have an abundance of content over Christmas time. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, Is there anything else that you, nothing I can think of other than obviously guys doing the new podcast. I'm excited about it. I'm, I hope you all will choose to check it out. I mean, if you, if you enjoy any semblance of me talking about religion, or anything like that. I mean, I think you you'll find some joy in learning about this uh, with with me and Connor. It'll it'll be great and fun. I'll see about. It. I'll definitely share some stuff on the social media platforms. So yeah. All right, Lorenzo. Yeah, where I, can the people support you and find you? Uh, Instagram or sorry, Twitter at prog underscore enjoyer seven. I've been a little less active this past week. Um, I deleted it off my phone. I've been using the browser. Hey. Um, and I've noticed my screen time go down a whole lot, which has been really nice. Um, I just would like to spend less time on my phone. Yeah. Um, Understandable. See, so, I have yeah. I have an obnoxiously high screen time because I'm always like listening to something either on YouTube or Spotify. Yeah, but, but Spotify doesn't count as screen time. Yeah. I. Okay, yeah, that's fair, because I guess it doesn't actually show that in my screen time, and it's not like, oh, Spotify's playing for, like, 13 hours or anything like that. But yeah, I don't know. My screen time my screen time goes up because I use YouTube to listen to listen to videos while I work. Yep, that's right here with you. So, yeah, that's that's that. But, um, yeah, Instagram, um, Lorenzo, Lorenzo, Instagram, Lorenzo underscore Silvio. Uh, what's the rule there? No politics. Yeah, no politics, please. Um, uh, you can check out the links. All the links will be down there for anything else. Um, send good prayers my way for that hopefully this car stuff is not too pricey. Yeah, for sure, brother. For sure. We'll definitely send them your way. And that I also have a safe flight. When I, yeah. Statistic, st- statistically, air travel is the, the, the safest form of travel, but I always get a little nervous. That's fair. That's very fair. I don't know. This will be my, for, for Christmas for me, that'll be my third flight in my life. I can tell you're a Boy Scout because you did this. Yeah, I did the three. Wait, wait, what, is the, what does doing three like that mean? This doing, it means you, did you learn ASL? Yeah. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. You, users can't say that. The, the listeners cannot. cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched some Glorious Bastards? I have not. Are you gonna elaborate? <laughs> I've not. I, seen I don't know. I was gonna say something that I forgot it. Uh, yeah, I'm starting to get super hungry, so I'm like, me too, bud. Me too. It's, I'm it's, gonna have a lunchtime. I'm gonna have a delicious, and I'm gonna. Ha- I've had some wings left over from last night, and then I'm gonna make myself a pot of craft mac and cheese, brother. Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds. That sounds oh, good, dude, man. I fucking I. That's my guilty pleasure. I fucking love Kraft Mac and Cheese. Whatever they put in that fucking cheese is crack cocaine. Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah. All right. All right, All right guys. Hugs and kisses. Oh, wait. Where can they find... Sorry. Where can they find you, David? 
Um, I guess you can find me on Twitter at real David B Jr. Just the J R. Um, same thing on Instagram. Oh, maybe I'll post more on Instagram. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I don't post. I'm not very active on there, but I probably should be. Whatever. Uh, you can find me there, uh, davidbrady.substack.com or something. I don't know. If I ever use Substack again, I guess you can find my stuff there. Uh, Mises.org. You can find some of my writings there. You can also support the Mises Institute by going to Mises.org slash um, – well, go to store.mises.org, and you can go and get some great Austro-Libertarian gear for a little bit off, like 10% if you use promo code Brady, B-R-A-D-Y, at checkout. Uh, stuff like that. And also, go and donate to the Mises Institute. They're doing a donor drive. There's a great, great donor, Dr. Gary Schlar- Schlarbaum, who is who will double donations up until December nineteenth. So send some money. If you send five bucks, then it then he then he'll send five bucks. So go and support the so go and support the best place on earth. When I once I once I get um some of my bills taken care of, I'm going to because I want to get a Mises Institute sweatshirt sweatshirt for my girlfriend. Ooh, uh, yep. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. It was fun. As always, we will see you again next time. All right. Hugs and kisses, bitches. We out. Peace.